Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard. Starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai. Jason Hops as the old veteran, Rovarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron. Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot. And Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervoke Samurai, Margo. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you're listening to We Play RPG, specifically Prismatic Guard. I didn't mess up the intro, shut up. My name is Eli Royal, and each week, I, Chili Eater... Writer of stories, epic storyteller, runs the D&D game for my nemesises. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm Abby. I play. F- I'm Jason, otherwise nemesis number two, and I play Rovarth. I'm Jerry, and at the time of this recording, I am fucking cold. Oh, and I play Rovarth. <laughs> I'm Ashley, and I play Margo. And this episode, like every episode, is brought to you by love for shiny math rocks. Specifically, the math rocks that come from MetallicDiceGames.com, where you can use a coupon code, play it forward to get 10% off of your order of Amethyst Dice, Zircon Glass Dice. They have this really, they have a, it's called Labradite, which is like this kind of dark rainbow look to it. Very cool. And like the name suggests, they also sell metal dice. I have a set of their gold edge and purple enamel dice, and I love them very much. That coupon code again is play it forward for 10% off your whole order. And we are also brought to you by foundfamiliar.com. Found Familiar sells coffee. All of it is D&D themed and all of it has artwork on each bag where they credit your artist. It's very good coffee at very affordable prices. And if you go to foundfamiliar.com slash play it forward, you get 10% off your entire order. All right. And last time, Margot and Rovarth infiltrated the palace gain some information about an upcoming attack and are pretty sure where they can get more information about where Erlwerk is. But you guys left to warn the reformers that their uh, safe house is going to be attacked. Yep. So we make it back. Yeah. Yeah, there's no trouble getting back. Roscoe is sort of secluded in his room right now. Flint, after... um... A little bit after Margo and uh, Rovarth have left, Flint just kind of knocks on the door. You don't hear anything at first, and then you hear a come in. Flint kind of uh, opens the door, goes, hey, can I come in? Roscoe just has his back to you, but it's not like in a rude way. That's just how he was positioned. And you just see him put what appears to be some kind of badge in his pocket. As he stands up and goes, hey, Flint, what can I do for you? Uh... I actually wanted to talk to you. I step in the room and close the door behind me. Well, we got plenty of time while we wait, so we might as well talk. Yeah. How are you doing? Um, and like, don't don't just say you're fine. Like, funny enough, is, you say that right when he's about to say I'm fine. <laughs> he's picking up on your quirks. Roscoe just sighs, second-guessing, triple-guessing, guessing a lot of things. I understand that feeling. Like, um, I've been thinking of what happened, and, you know, I've I've known your age, but I don't think it's really hit me. Like, you're only, you're not that much older than me. Roscoe tilts his head and goes, there's sometimes too much weight is put on age. Sometimes it's experience, knowledge, and what we have done that needs more weight. 
A man can live their whole life and not have a life. Yeah, that's nice, but <laughs> thing, how does that doesn't tell you how to work with people that aren't soldiers. Like, you're not that much older than I am, and sometimes I th- it feels like you don't you don't know how to not be a soldier. And I worry about you because you it's think, not healthy. You think I'm a soldier? You act in a way that reminds me sometimes of Rovarth, who, you know, soldier. It's just, um, you are calm, but, like, you get an adventure and suddenly get so caught up in being in control that when something happens, I worry about you because I feel that, um, that you blow up. Roscoe sighs and goes, because when things go out of control, People get hurt. People die. He lowers his head and then lifts up and goes, Maybe I do put too much order and control on my things, but that is how I was taught the world works. The world can't be disorder and chaos. When it is, wars break out. Harm happens. And don't get me wrong, to a certain level, some of that is needed. Sometimes things need to be shaken up, things need to be stirred. Lord knows, ever since we've joined together, we've done our share of that. But every time we've done it, I've told myself, it served a purpose better and greater than all of us. But lately, especially recent actions, how I've lashed out at you, how I... How I... Flint just kind of grabs your shoulders and goes, I know what you're talking about. Don't listen. I'm not going to tell you to apologize to do because, frankly, I don't think you'll appreciate it and I don't want to be a parent. But at the same time, it's like, I, I, do, don't you trust Margo? Don't you trust me? If I didn't, we wouldn't still be traveling together. Well, I mean, I know I don't always talk to talk my thoughts through. I know Margot doesn't. At the same time, it's just like we do need you to trust us that when we do something, there's a purpose. We're not just doing things to cause problems for you or for ourselves. We're Doing it because we think there's a reason we're trying to stop more chaos from happening. I'm just, I don't know. I, we were raised very differently. And sometimes that clashes and I'm just starting to wonder if this emphasis you put on organization and there not being chaos is not healthy. Because I feel like sometimes you get so caught up seeing the bigger picture that you miss what's right in front of you. Roscoe's trying to think what he can say about giving away too much. My whole life has been the bigger picture. I study history to better understand what that picture could be. But that's the thing about the bigger picture, Flint. I'm told to work towards it. And I'm even told what will get me there, but I won't know it if I see it. So maybe you're right. Maybe I do get caught up. Maybe I do get too controlling and too orderly. And maybe all those things are true. But then he looks at you and eyes goes, it's the only life I know. But that doesn't mean you can't learn to balance both. That's why I wanted to become an alchemist. I wanted to know. And what better way to learn than is to do. I'm not saying ignore the bigger picture. I'm saying I just want you to, you know, so when you had to stop looking at the bigger picture one day, to realize you still have a family, you still have a home, that it's just not 
they're crumbling to ashes in your hands. Because you got so caught up looking at the bigger picture that you missed something that was happening underneath your nose. Yeah. You know, you remind me, I didn't have many childhood friends, Flint, but you remind me of one I had or remember having. It's sad, really. So long that I've seen them that I can barely remember their names. I used to call him Kip. Why, I don't know. Kip was curious. Kip was a tinkerer. Kip was kind of annoying. But gosh, did he make certain gloomy days sunnier. And then one day I was told I wasn't allowed to see him again. He thought funny. Thought differently. Liked the wrong people. I always wondered what type of person Kip would have been if I knew him as an adult. Roscoe puts a hand on you and goes, you're close enough. You're a good person, Flint. And you're more adult than I think some of us allow ourselves to believe. I mean, someone had to be emotionally in control. Have I ever told you, you know Elric is my adopted father. Did I ever tell you where I came from? We have never had personal discussions, no. Well, I believe I've mentioned the circus before. Like, uh, Rovarth asked me earlier what it was that, you know, we actually did because some of the things I talk about aren't, you know, circus-like. And if you don't mind me telling you, I would like to start telling you. You can tell me anything you want to tell me, Flint. Okay. You will always have my ear. Okay. The circus I was part of was called the Circus of Falling Stars. You probably have, haven't heard of it besides a traveling circus. Who cares? But that wasn't the only thing we did. I was raised by a group of criminals. I was raised by thieves and people who swindled and stole. We were not good people, but it was the only family I knew. What led me to Seoul was me deciding that I didn't want to be that person anymore. I didn't want to have my inventions used to to take from people that that didn't deserve to be stolen from. Because we didn't just steal from the rich and the people that had more than they could ever do with. We also stole from the people that needed that money. And I hated it. Just as I was leaving, majority of the camp got arrested. And we all fled to the winds. That's how Elric got arrested. That's where I lost most of my family. I haven't seen Vanya. I haven't seen Finny since we left. There was also the ringleader. I never knew her name. She never told me. She just had her call me uh, her Aunt Bertie. She was arrested too, and I don't know where she is. I suspect sometimes that she just got the chopping block. <laughs> she made lots of enemies. I just... I left there to get a better life. You don't have to leave the people you... I just... I wonder sometimes if you just need a new start with people around you. Because I'm... I miss the people I left behind. I just don't know how to talk to them again. Words. Sometimes you know that you want to speak, but you don't know what to say. But with that being said, I sincerely hope you get the chance. Well, I'm going to get the chance with one of them. Elric and I, we, we had an argument before I left, and he said some things that I think, I think he, I'm pretty sure he meant them. I don't think he remembered them. I just, I just don't know how to. 
it's one of those things where I honestly didn't expect to get a second chance face to face. So I'm nervous. This whole situation has me nervous. I've never performed a jailbreak like this. We're all nervous. But your but your nerves, your anxiety, your fears and concerns, they have to be amplified, and I understand. And I don't have clear answers for you, but I will promise you this. We will do everything in our power to make sure this second chance happens. And we will be there for you no matter what that conclusion ends up being. You are a good person, Roscoe. And you are a friend. And you did the, perhaps the most friend thing you could have done just now. You came and spoke what needed to be said. I will, after all this is done, but not before, I will talk to Margot. But you got to understand that I can only focus on so much at a time. And I'm already cluttered in the mind enough. That's all right. Just, I'm not going to tell you when to do it because that's not something I can tell you. I'm just saying, I just think you should do it sooner rather than later. Because these things have a habit of festering. And I've been there. I had words bottled up into me until all I was spewing was poison. I don't want that to happen to the people close to me. I don't want that to happen to you where you let it go so long that it bottled up in Margot and all that all that's left is poison. Fair. I understand you. Mm-hmm. I thank you for sharing your past and childhood with me. When the time is right, maybe one day I will share mine. I'll be here. Take your time. That's what friends do, isn't it? They wait. They wait for their friends to catch up and be ready. I would like some moments alone before they get back, if you don't mind. That's fine. Flint just kind of, he's, uh, while you were talking, he just bent down to grab your shoulders and just kind of like, you know, just kind of slid onto his side. So he was kind of like sitting on the floor. And right. like gets back up. He goes, I'll let you know when they come back. Thank you. And as she closes the door, he pulls his prismatic guard badge back out, looks at it and goes, one day I'll tell you if I can, and then just puts it back. Aww. And scene. <laughs> feelings. So heavy. Are you crying, Ashley? Close. Don't be rude, Don't be rude to me. So. <laughs> I was trying so hard with that, and it's just like, uh, I have a plan of action. It's like, oh no, I don't know what to do, and Flint's like, no, this is both of us. We just ran- we ramble, and we get to the point eventually. We get there. I'm gonna make my way to the hideout. <laughs> yeah. You guys won't have any trouble getting to the hideout. And I will um I will be looking to make sure we're not being followed. Harry, make a uh, perception check. Which I will probably fail at because I'm terrible at this, but you know. Should I make one too? <laughs> Marco would be on the lookout for that kind of thing. Oh, then yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to know. I rolled a one. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you know nothing. You guys are just so panicked that you're just not really looking behind you. Oh, we were invisible the whole time. Who would find? Anyway. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Eli. Sorry to interrupt the action on this episode of Prismatic Guard, but if you really love the world that we've crafted for you, if you really love our characters and the monsters and the NPCs, well, you now have the chance to play in that world. We have a Kickstarter for this world, Ildar, the world of dragons. And if you go to weplayrpgs.com, click at the top of the page, support the show, you will see a link for the Kickstarter. And A, you can help us make this setting a reality, but B, 
you can get your hands on a copy of the world setting. Everyone involved in the project, uh, Roscoe, Margot, Flint, Rovarth, they are all playing original classes or subclasses for this setting. And you have the chance to look through all the other awesome things we have. So go ahead and head to weplayrpgs.com, top of the page, support the show, and follow that link to the Kickstarter. And if you can help us out, that would be amazing. If you can't, go ahead and just share it for us. All right, get back to the action. Once we get back, I will immediately tell Flint, we need to prepare the reformers. There's going to be attack here at midnight. You say that to Flint just as he's taking a sip from a glass. He's like, <laughs> oh, Rupert, oh my god. Is he like, still invisible? No. No, that would have worn off. Oh, I just don't think Flint was paying attention. Sure, and yeah. I, 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 will, I will say, we, we didn't find Elric, but we did find a group of people that probably know where he is. We found their secret meeting room. Um, that's where we learned about the attack on the Reformer HQ. The um, the gentleman that Margot pursued, d- d- damn us all. <sighs> he he brought back information about us and about this hideout. But it's too late for that now. All we can do now is make up for our mistakes. And I'm gonna go to find the leader of this particular cell and inform them of the same thing. Yeah, you go tell Chang. I'm gonna Chang. go tell Chang that there's going to be attack on this place at midnight. What does he want to do? First thing he says is, "How how did you find this out?" We found. Um, imagine Margot's with me. Did they have any symbols that you were able to see? One. It was a circle. It was a circle inside of a circle. Each of them had a line through it. We found a meeting room of some kind within the palace. We we went down. Uh, there's a guard I... barracks on... Wait, 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 wait. You said a, a, a circle within a circle, and it's kind of bisected by a line. Yeah. Yes. It was in a secret room. I... I think you found the... Offices for the Imperial Observations. Yeah, that sounded like they were talking about, you know, a lot of Their, secret stuff. Uh, secret police. They were, um, I think it was along the southern wall. There was a guard barracks. And we went down to the basement and it led us to these torture cells. And we followed it till there was a dead end. And we suspected that the dead end was a false dead end. And we found a... Well, a secret entrance to their uh, meeting room, as it were. It was safe in there, too, with some important documents. All right. We have a backup safe house. Um, Do you know when this attack is coming? Midnight Midnight. tonight. Midnight. All right. That'll be plenty for us to scatter. There's an old farmhouse about a mile to the south. Meet us there. Okay. And, uh... They start going around letting everyone know, hey, we got to pack up and go. We can't stay here. And I assume Flint goes to tell Roscoe that uh, Margo and Rovarth are back. Yep. Yep, Roscoe goes down to meet up. What's going on? The There's going to be attack at this safe house at midnight. There's an alternate location where we're moving to. We found the secret place's little office. Heard Roger straight just, from the... Roger just nods goes, okay. Said they had an informant of some kind follow us. The same individual that Marco pursued. The Stormclaw. You see the color slightly drain from Roscoe's face when you say that. That's why I tried not to mention it, but... I know, and out of character, I forced you to mention it for roleplay purpose. <laughs> I was about Ros- to mention and, and that for roleplay purposes. I didn't over mention and it, grabbed so it's fine. Roscoe's shoulder. Um, Roscoe, you see Roscoe shake his head and goes, oh, "You said midnight." Yeah, they're moving to an alternate location. So, and they said they gave us one. Yeah, farmhouse, not too far. It's a little bit hurt because she's just mad about Stormclaw right now. 
for a few different reasons. I like to imagine that Margot isn't even focused on losing Stormclaw, is more focused on being so distracted that she didn't know she was being tailed. Yeah. She's very angry. Roscoe nods gets okay, so we we know where we need to head then. I think we need to make sure that he's not following us to this place. After all, we do stand out. We do. You see Roscoe's wheels turn. Definitely shouldn't follow us to this place. But if we notice him following us, maybe we can turn things around. I think we start heading there and we double back, do some kind of alternate movement, see if we can catch him. And remember, we always have invisibility on our side. Depending on how far behind us he is, I might be able to get the drop on him. Point is, if we can get him, maybe we won't have to go back for information. We can get it straight from him. After all, if he's talking to the secret police, I'm sure he might have overheard something else. If I've screwed up once, I'd be willing to make up for that mistake. So it's settled. Either way, we shouldn't be here when midnight strikes. All right, let's get a move on. Mm-hmm. And uh, we pack our things. We get our bug out bags. Um, because well, we still have those. Yeah, <laughs> I don't we, think we ever got rid of them. And, I mean, they're uh, just your adventuring packs. Yeah, we, yeah just, I was say. we just call them colorful names. And uh, I'm guessing we prepare to head out, but um, we're not going to follow straight on. We're going to try and do some. Um, double back type thing to try and throw him so that way like he doesn't realize where we're going until we figure out if he's following us or not basically okay um, I want everybody to make deception checks and then I need everybody to make perception checks okay well that's a good start Ooh. And we'll start with Flint telling me. Okay, really? deception was a 24. Then perception was... Hold. I'm oh, sorry, <laughs> my die landed cocked. That was a 15. 15, all right. Oh, yeah, I got to roll a die. I'm so mad. We didn't know. It's fine. No, no. I'm mad at what I rolled. Oh, All right. Okay. Well, what'd you roll? I rolled a one. And just so one. you know, that makes it a 10. Because Four. my perception's Perception. a nine. Or my yeah. deception's a nine. You're crazy uh, good at lying. <laughs> yeah, I'm so pissed. Um, but then I have, uh, for the other, it's uh, uh, 15. Is it okay. 15? No, it's 14. I take that back. 14. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roscoe. 21 deception. 14 perception. All right. And Rovarth. I got an 11 for my deception, and I got a 15 for my perception. All righty. Uh, you said an 11 for your deception? Yeah, because I have a right. plus three. I rolled terrible. You guys kind of... <sighs> You have to split up to make mm-hmm. this work. And Rovarth, you start to suspect early on that you are not doing a good job of convincing someone you are headed in the intended direction. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but you don't notice anyone behind you. Okay. <clears throat> um. Now, Roscoe, Margot, you're very confident. Well, Margot, you're confident just because you're always confident. Yeah, I was <laughs> she's, she's never not confident. Um, but you guys are pretty sure that no, that no one would guess that you're kind of going in some random directions. Uh, same with you, Flint. Now, Margot, Roscoe, you don't notice anyone following you. Flint... However, you do notice. I need you to make another perception check to tell 
anything specific, but you know you were being tailed. That's another 15. Looks a lot like a co- like a uh, swamp kobold with uh, dark red tribal tattoos. Well, I didn't see Stormclaw, so I'm just going to guess that's okay. That's still probably someone. You still well, I mean, you know Stormclaw is a kobold. Yeah, we, we would have given you a description of him from what we saw. <laughs> I know we kind of glossed over that, but we would have done that before we left. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, well then, Flint's going to make an educated guess. That that's Stormclaw. And he's just gonna, you know, remain calm. Just keep going. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. Now was your my assumption was that the plan you guys had was to ambush Stormclaw. Yes, we were yeah. wanna be relatively close together. Um I think like that's say, pretty easy to manage. Like say within five hundred feet. Yeah, with within a few blocks. Yeah, and, uh, and you guys stones. have message. Yeah, you have message stones. So now it's just up to Flint. So what Flint's gonna do is he's gonna try to like uh, stealthily kind of whisper into the to the message stone. I think I'm being followed, and then give the street street name I'm on. And I'll begin converging. Do I need to roll stealth or deception for that? Deception. 19. Okay. So you're just going to keep walking down these, this street, or what? what is your plan? Uh, my plan is to continue walking down the street, then just uh, go down a side alley. Like, yeah, I know where I'm going. Okay. All right, so you do that. I'm assuming that everyone is trying to converge on Flint. Yes. Hmm. Okay. And Flint, I assume you're continuing to speak into the message stone to uh, let people know where you're where you are. Yep. All right. Um, as you turn or you turn down the alleyway, and it is a dead end. There's a, a wooden fence. Why don't you make another perception check? Oh god, that was so bad. That was a six. Okay. You don't see Stormclaw. But, uh... Yeah, you guys... Margo, you are the first to start to arrive at Flint's position. Make a perception check for me. Don't 17. Fail me now. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um yeah, you turn down this uh alleyway and all you see is Flint. I'm just going to there. Oh, yeah, there I'm still go. here. I was just saying I'm going to just go over to to Flint then. Um we Yeah, we got time. Um I want you to to make one more perception check for me. I got a 16. All right. I got a 19. Okay. Uh, Margo, you will be able to participate in this surprise round. No. Yep. Yep, that's what I figured they were what? doing. Okay. He's ambushing the ambushers. Bitch. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, this is top D D stuff. Mm-hmm. Right here. Want you to uh everybody to roll initiative. Okay. Yo. Why? All right. Rovarth. Um with my initiative bonus, that would be a twenty. Nice. Margot. 19. 19. Flint. 20. Nice. And Roscoe. 19. Nice. 
right, so there we go. All right. Well, Stormclaw drops down. He was on the roof of a an adjacent building. And he will strike at Flint once. Mm. Uh, 26 versus your armor class. That hits. That'll be nine bludgeoning damage. Oh, Jesus. He can I uh, activate you again? Huh? Can I activate my armor as a bonus act as a reaction? Is that the one that pushes them away? Yep. All right. What does he have to roll? A strength saving throw, beat a 15 or be pushed 15 feet away from, from me and have their speed reduced to zero until the end of the next turn. <laughs> All right. Yeah. He, uh, he drops down and just punches you right in the gut. And when he does, you reflexively activate your armor and uh, Margo, you see the runes light up on Flint's leather armor and Stormclaw is sent tumbling away 15 feet. <laughs> That's what you get. Yeah. <laughs> and his <laughs> speed is... I imagine he's reduced to zero, so instead he uh, uses his second attack to throw a dart at Margo. Sure. And will miss because he got a 12. Yeah, he definitely misses. So um, I have to use my thing. But Margo, you get to act in this surprise round. Which means it's your turn. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to. I don't want to kill him. I want information. Um. Uh, I am going to see here. I'm going to bite him. Uh, before you do that, I'm okay. checking something. Okay, Thanks. so uh, when you want to knock a creature out, you can actually just make that decision. Like when they're knocked to zero hit points, you can just say, hey, I'm not trying to kill them. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm going to yeah, use I've been doing my... that wrong this whole time. I'm going to use my sword then. On him. Yeah, alrighty. Fourteen. A fourteen is a miss. I rolled bad. Uh, oh, fair. I get to roll again though, right? You do. I get two attacks. I'm gonna use a different dice because that one was a traitor. Good. This one's really good. Twenty-seven. That will hit. Mm-hmm. Ten damage. Oh boy. That hurt a lot. Good. Oh, Good. can I challenge him. him? Yeah. Wait a minute. That means he has to roll a... I think he has to roll a 15. A 15 Yeah, it's what? a 15 uh, wisdom save. Okay. Uh, he got a 19. Oh, okay. That's fair. I'm done with my turn. All right. We are out of the surprise round. And it is Stormclaw's turn again. Uh, <sighs> and he's going to focus on Margo. Yep, I figured. But a 13 will miss. Yep. And a 14 will miss. Yep. So he spends a key point, And you see his uh, tattoos glow scarlet. Uh, 16 versus your armor class. Misses too. What about 26? Oh, we, that hits. <laughs> That'll be seven damage. Or seven bludgeoning damage as he punches you. But because his fist ignites as he swings, it's an additional two fire damage. But now it is Flint's turn. My friends to help me. Flint is going to cast... Is Margo right in front of Stormclaw? Probably. I was about to say she would have gotten close to use her sword on him. So I would say Yeah, yes. the 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 alleyway is large enough for two medium creatures to fight each other with both their backs to a wall. We're small. Okay, so what Flint is gonna do is he's gonna cast Firebolt at Stormclaw. Okay. Firebolt first. 
That's a 15. That will not hit. Damn it. Okay, so Flint's going to move then to try to be able to get, get a shot at Stormcloud without hitting Margo. With what? With lightning bolts. There is a building. Okay, that's out, that's out of the question then. Then he's going <laughs> to set up Thunderwave. No. Just want to make sure you remember that uh, Thunderbolt or, or Lightning Bolt keeps going. <laughs> yeah, it does. That's not a good spell. Okay, I'm going to figure out another one. Da, da, da. All right. Um, but yeah, I'll you just take a one. step to the right or whatever. Okay. Uh, Rovarth, you will not be arriving this round. All right. Uh, Roscoe, however, you do arrive this round. Okay, Joy. Uh, you see that Margo is engaged in combat with this monk, uh, whose hands and feet are engulfed in fire as he is swinging them at Margo. And Flint is positioned and preparing a new spell. All right. Well, first thing I'll do is I will use a bardic inspirational Margo. Nice. Hey. And then I will cast. I don't know what I'll do. Um, I'll cast True Strike to give me a self advantage on my next attack roll. Okay. And do you like get into combat or what? Yeah, I I start making my way to to confront him. Yes. The other way is only like thirty feet deep, so. Yes, that's why I, I assume yeah. True Strike would work. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Margo, it's your turn. All right. Well, I'm going to use my sword again. Oh, it's a 15. That will not hit. That doesn't hit. My dice don't like me. No, well, his armor class is 20. I know. I don't think it's our dice don't like us so much as this dude's armor. Oh, like AC oh, is just. I got a bullshit. twenty. Like a natural twenty? No, I got a twenty. Oh, like ten hits. plus ten. Yeah, awesome! Yay! Um, eleven damage. That hurts a lot. He does not appreciate that. Shouldn't be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Bardic Inspiration only works like on a, like if I decide to use it, like on a roll that's bad or something like that. You have to say that you're using it before you tell me whatever your number was. Oh, okay, cool. I just wanted to double check for later. I mean, I would suggest using it on a roll that's bad, but. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm done with my turn. All right. Then. It is Stormclaw's turn. Um, he is going to try and hit Margo. Uh, 19 versus your armor class. Hits me. That is 10 bludgeoning damage, and I need you to make a constitution save. No. I rolled Mm. a one. So that's a four. Monk signature move. You are stunned. Uh, until the end of Stormclaw's next turn. means you can't take any actions. Oh, okay. And he will have advantage against you to yep. hit you. No. Which is good, because he does that again. Yep. Mm, that's not good for me. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, 27 hits for 7 bludgeoning damage. Hit points are 69. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> He then turns to attack Roscoe. There we go. Uh, 24 versus Roscoe's yeah. AC. Yeah. Uh, eight slashing damage as he actually pulls his hand into like a claw. And you see that he has straight up claws. And he slashes down across you uh, for eight slashing damage and two fire damage. Got it. And then he will swing at you a second time with his fiery claws. 15 versus your armor class? No. Alright. And that is the end of his turn. Flint, 
Gray, me. So what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna cast entangle on the entangle on the area to make it difficult terrain. So if he decides to run, it's a little bit of a pain in the ass for him. Okay. Uh, doesn't it also have the possibility of like restraining him? Uh, hold on. I I read this. I have it up. I promise. Just need to <laughs> look at it again. Actually, yeah. So when I cast the spell, they have to succeed on a strength saving throw, or be strained by the in- by the entangling plants until the spell ends. Then it lasts about a minute. Then a okay. uh, creature can restrain can make against the by the spell can make a strength check to get to get out. All right. So uh, Margot and Roscoe make strength saves. B to fifteen. And you are stunned, so Margot has a disadvantage. What does that mean? It's the opposite uh, of advantage. You I roll understand. twice, take the lower. Oh, okay. So we're making strength <laughs> saves, you said? Shut up, Eli. Yes. Don't yep. mean to me. 18. Um, you said it was strength? Yes. So, 17 for me. That was my lowest. Oh, you lucky bitches. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, you're lucky because Stormclaw got a 12. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Uh, anything else you can do? Um, no. Uh, Rovarth, you arrive. As I arrive and see the ensuing chaos, I would like to throw two Eldritch Blasts at Stormclaw's legs for flavor. Do not lethally wreck his shit. Yeah. Oh, my buddy, my sweet, my sweet prince. 13 misses. Yes, yes, it does. Maybe Angel. Oh, that's that's also well. That's better. Eight, uh, eighteen. No. Yeah. No, I'm wait. Holding. He's restrained. Yeah. I, I don't know what that means for this. It means you have advantage. Oh, okay. Well, then I will roll those again, which is a twenty-seven. That hits. And a natural twenty for a total of thirty. That yeah, it's better. So that's gonna be three d ten force damage plus six. So that's eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, uh, twenty points of force damage. Dear Lord, we're just over here wrecking this man's life. <laughs> To be fair, if I remember correctly, he's built like a player character, and while a high-level player character is good against low-level player characters, eventually action economy will win. You're also two levels higher than he is. Oh, oh yeah, no, he's done. (laughs) Speaking of, Roscoe, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to hit him with my Kopes two-handed. Alrighty. And I have advantage because it's a true strike. Mm Mm-hmm. Not that that matters. Oh, thank good, thank goodness for that roll. Eighteen. Uh, eighteen will not hit. All right, and then I am going to use my bonus action to healing word Margot. If I can get my spell list up. Oh boy. Oh jeez. Because I have a feeling Margot could use some loving heals. Brain said <laughs> some of that good loving. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, here we go. Thank you for cooperating. So I'm going to do this at... We'll do it at level 2. So. Okay, plus caster level. Get 12 back. Oh, dope. And that's my turn. Alright. Now, unfortunately for Margo... You are stunned until the end of Stormclaw's turn. Um, So he will use his action to attempt to escape. No. And he got a 22. No. So he manages to break these vines. Uh, And he will then spend a key point. I think he can do this before I say that he does this. Uh... 
He will spend a key point to activate patient defense and then attempt to flee. Uh, which means that Roscoe and um, Rovarth will get attacks of opportunity. Sweetness. Uh, they are, however, at disadvantage. Okay. Not sweetness. I miss with a 12. Yes. And we already know an 18 doesn't hit. Yes. Which is as high as I can get about a nat 20. He was only able to go, like, he is just outside of this alleyway right now. Okay. So the current question is, well, are you chasing? Yes. I am Dimension Dooring in front of him is what I'm going to do. All right. <laughs> oh, this is so you cool. Appear. Because I could do that. <laughs> you fucking can. So whenever it gets to my turn on the initiative, that is what shall happen. Well, Flint, it's your turn. I see him running and I cast firebolt at him. Okay. And that was a 22. That will hit. Yeah. So that's going to be a 15. 15 damage, you mean? Yeah, 15 damage. All right. Uh, fire damage? Yep. All right, so seven damage. There we go. Then I'm going to chase after him, so run forward as soon as I can. Yeah, you get about halfway down the alleyway. Yeah. Well, actually, before you run, you can just choose to dismiss and tangle. I'm going to do that. Like before I start running, I just like uh, snap my fingers and the, all the plants start withering and dying. Yeah, because it's a concentration spell. So as soon as you decide to stop concentrating, meh. Yeah, you uh, get to the end of the alleyway. You're maybe five feet behind him. Shoot. Okay. That's all I can do, unfortunately. So, all right. end my turn. Rovarth. So this is technically my action, but I will dimension door and be right in front of him. Okay. Just like that. Um, actually, no, that's a stupid idea. Nope, I already said I was doing it. That's Rovarth's <laughs> first instinct. It happens. Uh, and I'm right in front of him, and I don't have anything I can do on a bonus action other than dodging, I think. So I will just stand there trying to get in his way as much as possible. Okay. Uh, Roscoe. He, he would be within one movement of you. He's probably within about 25 feet. All right, and you said Flint's five feet from him, and... Rovarth has teleported right in front of him. Okay, so what I was going to do is not going to happen now, but I will do my backup plan. I just turn around and say, you are not leaving us again. Inversa power. Nice. And um, I will spend <laughs> bardic inspiration so it will go around Flint. <laughs> All right. Let's see if he can make that strength save. DC 16. He made his strength save. Well, he still takes half. Nice. And I am rolling high, so that's nice. So yeah. he still takes he still takes eight. That still hurts really bad. Yep. All right. Yeah, I mean he's not knocked off his feet, but that still hurt real fucking bad. Yep. And then I make my way down. Margo. All right. Um I'm gonna how far away is he? Within a movement. Oh yeah, cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and stab him. Please work. Ah! 30. Yes. Yay. Yay, I rolled a natural 20. Um, oh, boy. Um, I know what your minimum damage is, so my only question is, are you trying to kill him? No, I'm not trying to kill him. I just want to get... Okay. Yeah, yeah. You... Uh, all of you are haranguing this guy, and he's not doing great. And, Margo, you run up. You... 
deactivate your sword, spin the hilt around, slam it into his shoulder, and then activate the sword. So it doesn't stab through anything vital, but his arm is now useless until he heals. Yes. I know I have roars. As he roars out, you deactivate the sword, put your hand on the back of his head, and just shove his face into the uh, ab armor on Rovarth's uh, uh, half plate <laughs> and knock him unconscious. Taste the titanium. There you go, bitch. We got you this time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why that made me giggle so much. Yep. That's for kicking my ass and putting me yep. on the. Uh, uh, however, a whole bunch of people are now staring at you. Nothing to see here. I mean, you could always try and lie to them. That's what I was going to do. Nothing to see here. I just simply yeah, say, Mark, I'm going to say, say, say official mercenary business. Be on your way. Nothing more to see in role deception. All right. Damn it. I wanted to roll deception so bad. Saying nothing to see here isn't going to work. <laughs> you could just say we're detaining this dangerous criminal. Oh, that's true. Well, that's a 19. All right. Good. They. It doesn't seem to matter whether they believe you or not, because what they do believe is that they don't want to get involved. That is correct. Mm -hmm. Margo, you know that this is not where you want to interrogate him. Yeah. Let's go to the safe house. The new uh, one. Yeah, I about to say. It's very safe. Well, All right. Good, I look at the unconscious drunk of a good news, buddy. You're about to find out where the you're about to find out where we were going. Bad <laughs> news is you're not going to enjoy your stay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, with that clever line, this episode is over. That was, dun, dun, yeah. dun. that was awesome. And I am so glad a plan actually worked. Delightful. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy this when plans go through. I love it when a plan comes together. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like I don't think it's happened. Eighteen. Anyway. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, hey, Abby, do you have some yeah. uh, peas for the pea zone? The pea zone. I hate you. For um, the zone. Yes, I have jail. <laughs> go to jail. Don't put two hundred. Don't don't pass. Don't pass. Go just go. Just go straight to jail. Anyways. I have a Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok if you want to hear me be disgusted by Eli's horrible puns and everything else. But And also, I feel about things I'm passionate about and art and post puns occasionally of my own. Enjoy. Have a good day. I have a YouTube channel that is Aerosol Prime, E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E, where I record various Let's Plays, some of them RPG-related, some of them whatever the heck I feel like playing at the moment. And uh, it's a lot of fun. And uh, plans go more or less better than they do here. So check it out. Hello. Do you want to see hot, passionate action? Well, too bad. You won't find it on my Twitter. But it's Jarius underscore Jer. It's not on Instagram either. At Jerry Jerry Quite Contrary. And it's definitely not on VoicesOfWrestling.com where I write about pro wrestling under my name, Jerry Evans. I have no idea where I'm going with this. I'm tired. Good night. <laughs> you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. There we go. Uh, under Am Cosplay Queen, sharing a bunch of RPG stuff and uh, well, Dungeons and Dragons stuff. You know what I'm talking about and art. And I have been Eli Royal. And if you have pushed yourself beyond anything you thought you were capable of, looked into the face of God and said, eh, then you can find me online at royalartisanprops.com. And you can find our sound engineer online at the Ludiverse podcast and the Asundered World podcast. Anyway, bye. Bye. Farewell. Thank you for listening to this part of our Tale Traveler. Please, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.